Hey guys, want to invite you in today, whether you're riding to or from work, you're on your lunch break, you just woke up, maybe about to go to bed, whatever it is, I want to invite you to pull a chair up to the table and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, at the Central Church of Christ, and today we're going to do two things. Number one, I'd like to give you a little bit about me and who it is that you're actually listening to. And then number two, I want to give you the 44, what it is, what it means. So I'll explain where that came from. And then also, I want to dive into God's Word with you to see what bread it is that we can eat this week. So to start again, my name is Jed Yancey, and I am an evangelist at the Central Church of Christ in Ocala, Florida. It has been very recent that I left my career as a high school teacher and baseball coach to jump full on into the ministry here. I'm born and raised here in Ocala, Florida, and am one of 10 kids, which I'm sure throughout the course of this podcast You'll hear some stories about those nine other kids, my siblings, and me. I still to this day am not really sure how my parents did it, but they did. Seven of those ten were biological, and then they ended up adopting three through foster care. So I come from a big family. I also come from a long line of educators in the area. Several of my siblings are in education and are teachers here in Marion County. Several of my cousins, aunts, uncles, my parents, uh, even my wife Megan is a teacher. Knowing that about me, I guess it's important for you to also know that never in a million years would I have seen myself leaving a place of comfort, a place that I loved, coaching baseball and teaching at Forest High School to jump full on into preaching and teaching full time. But after so much prayer, both by myself and then also with my wife of five years, Megan, it just seemed like the more we prayed, the wider God opened the door. There were two moments specifically where God answered my prayers and blew the door wide open for me to walk through. One of the ways was by my reading of Luke, and I was getting there towards the end of chapter 10 where we read about Jesus in the home of Mary and Martha. And it's in this interaction, if you know the story I'm referencing, Mary is in one room, sitting at the Lord's feet, hanging on to his every word. And her sister Martha is in the other room, and she's distracted by all of the preparations that needed to be made. Basically, she was distracted by stuff, which are all things that are really just not important. So not only is she distracted, but she hollers into the other room where Mary sits at the feet of Jesus and she asks Jesus to tell her sister Mary to help her out with all of these preparations. And Jesus' response there in verse 41 and 42 just blew me away in my moment of reading. As he says, Martha, Martha, or to me, Jed, Jed. You're so worried about all this other stuff, but there's only few things that are needed. Indeed, only one thing. 
and Mary has chosen what is better. After reading that, my prayers turned into God, give me the confidence, give me the boldness to step forth to truly choose what is better. Lord, help me to eliminate the distractions. Help me to eliminate the stuff and step through whatever doors you open. And he sure did open this one. The other one I want to share with you just real quick was with my daughter, Finley, which by the way, I have three kids. Finley is the oldest and she's in sixth grade. Hadley, who's in fifth grade and Nash, who is one and about to be two. But I spent the day with Finley back in January for her birthday. We spent the day at Bush Gardens, just me and her. So there had been some mention of me doing this already. And on our way home, we talked about it. I wanted to make sure that this was a full family commitment to what I would be doing. So for months, I was praying for my kids, mainly Finley and Hadley, because Nash can't really talk in full just yet. I was praying for them to give me some kind of confirmation to say something that would solidify their thoughts and feelings about me moving forward with this, about us moving forward with this. So we're riding and we're talking and, and it gets quiet for uh, about a minute in the middle of our conversation. And then Finley breaks the silence and, and says, Daddy, I guess teaching more people about Jesus is a pretty good reason to stop coaching baseball. I mean, you talk about God blowing the whole door off and opening it wide. That was it. Anyways, I'm hopeful that this gives you some background about who you're listening to. And I'm confident that whether you know me or not, some of the stories I'll try to infuse into our time together each week will tell you more about who I am. More than that, though, I want to know you and through this want to build a relationship with you. I want you to feel free. I'll, I'll tell you here at the beginning and then again at the end that my email is jedyancey at gmail.com. Shoot me an email about anything you see fit, especially if you'd like to sit down and open God's word together. As more importantly than us building a relationship, it's that relationship with God and that closeness to him that we should be after the most. God desires a relationship with all of us. So Jed, what is the 44? Let's jump on that in this first episode. I don't really understand where you're coming from. And, and I suppose it's beneficial for you to know what wavelength I'm on in the podcast to better understand what we're after. The 44 takes root through Matthew 4, 4. The 44. It's the story of Jesus. He's in the wilderness. He's just been baptized. And the Bible tells us that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And we see there that Jesus had not eaten for a really long time. 40 days to be exact. And one of the very first things Jesus was tempted with that we can read about was food. He was hungry. And so Satan comes to him in a moment of what had to be extreme temptation after not having eaten for that long and says to Jesus, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Now the foundation of our time each week is going to be what we read next. 
in verse 4. Jesus' response, after not eating for a really long time, for those 40 days, he's being tempted by Satan. Hey, if you're the son of man, turn these rocks into biscuits and gravy. And Jesus says, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds or comes forth from the mouth of God. It's the 44. You see, we're a people that know almost nothing about fasting or starving or being hungry. We know the complete opposite. Not only is my refrigerator and probably yours stocked full of food, but as I'm recording this, I'm thinking about my next meal. And on my way home, I'm going to pass by a KFC, an El Torreo, a McDonald's, a Publix, a Crunchies and Munchies, which by the way, if you're listening and you are not local, next time you're in Ocala, jump on some Crunch and Munch, as we call it. But I don't, I don't know about you guys listening, but I like to eat. Back in March, I was in Jamaica where Megan and I were married, and we went back there to celebrate our five-year anniversary. And I got to tell you, we celebrated by absolutely gorging ourselves with food. It's funny how even though we weren't hungry, we found a way to squeeze in some more food. So, serious talk here. On the last day that we were there, we tried to enjoy one last lazy morning in the room. Remember, we got a one-year-old at home. So, it was about 10 o'clock before we ate breakfast. We, we had to leave for the airport at 1. So, guess what time we ate lunch? Right after we ate breakfast. Seriously, in just over two hours, I ate an Eggs Benedict, a steak, French toast, then ate salad, an empanada, some french fries for lunch. I mean, it's just crazy how much we, we long for physical food. But my question to you is, what about spiritual food? What about the words that proceed from the mouth of God? Do I long for spiritual food? Do I long for the words that come from his mouth as much as I do physical food? We cannot and should not only long for and crave and more than that, need physical food. As Matthew 4.4 says, we can't live on bread alone. Man can't do that. But by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So each week, our goal is to spend a few minutes eating from God's word. What, what does he say? What should we take? What should we feast upon? What should we learn? That's the 44. But I want you to know that Jesus talking about bread doesn't stop at just that. And one of the events that everyone knows, I think, uh, where Jesus fed the 5,000, we can read that after this happened, not only did everyone gorge themselves, but there were leftovers. In John chapter 6, we see immediately after that event of the feeding of the 5,000, another memorable event in Scripture happens, beginning in verse 16, where Jesus walks on water. And he and his disciples end up on the other side of the lake. So Jesus just fed 5,000. He walks on water, but he goes away from all those people to the other side of the lake. And they're confused as to why that happened. So we can read in verse 
24 of John chapter 6 that that the people were wondering where he went so they set out to find him and when they finally find him on the other side of the lake they grill him about why he left why why'd you leave us when did you get over here but Jesus response is important continues our thought on what we're talking about today his response in verse 26 I tell you this you're looking for me not because you saw the signs I performed but because you ate the loaves and you had your fill what Jesus is saying is you guys you, you've come back because you long for your physical food again you long for your fill of that again but Jesus goes on to say more don't work for food that spoils don't work for the physical food don't be thinking about that be after the food that endures to eternal life which the son of man will give you so their response to that is okay Jesus what do we need to do and and he tells them it's hey listen believe in the one whom he sent eat from me and in verse 35 Jesus says I am the bread of life I am your biscuits and gravy you come to me you eat of me and you'll never go hungry again you talk about confusing for the Jews of that time if you read there they make mention of the the manna in the wilderness and and are thinking in that direction and, and they make reference of the bread from heaven to eat they're curious in verse 52 as to how this man can give us flesh to eat doesn't make sense and so I'll leave you this with this today with his response about the bread we are to eat of the 44 that we need today verse 53 very truly I say to you unless you eat of the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have no life in you it's needed it's necessary to eat from him to have life in verse 54 Jesus goes on to say whoever eats of my flesh whoever drinks of my blood they have eternal life and I'll raise them up on the last day for my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them I don't want you to miss the end of this reading here as he goes on to say that this is the bread that came down from heaven it's me it's Jesus he says your ancestors they ate manna and they died but whoever feeds on this bread whoever feeds on me will live forever so as we close can I ask you do you want life are you hungry do you want to be filled are you spiritually starving let me beg of you to feast upon the one who can give you life his name is Jesus listen if, if you want to sit down if you want to feast on God's word together again shoot me an email jedyancey at gmail.com or listen you can come and see all that God has to offer to you by joining the Central Church of Christ in worship come come and see come and hear 
Come and sing with us. Plug into some of our opportunities to meet in small groups, to get to know other brothers and sisters in Christ better. Find a friend to read with, ask questions. Whichever route you decide to go, I beg of you to find a way to feast on the words that proceed from the mouth of God this week. Thank you for listening. Now let's eat.